Hey lovers of love, welcome back to another episode of The Love Pod. Today's guest is the Circle contestant, Sean Taylor. Sean sits down with The Love Pod to talk about body positivity, her love life, including the story of how she met her current boyfriend, and there may even be a tarot card reading thrown in there. And before we get into it, I want to let you guys know about Sean's brand new merch that just launched this weekend. And trust me, you're going to want to snag one of these sweatshirts. You can find it by going to etsy.com slash shop slash hey Sean Taylor. Now let's get to the interview. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Love Pod. I am here with my girls Dina and Jordan. And say what's up girls. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and today we have a special guest coming into the love pod, Miss Sean Taylor from the Circle. Hello, <laughs> welcome, Sean. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Thank you so much for being available for us. We are so excited to Aww. talk to you. Oh my God! Yes, let's get into it. <laughs> so, um, Dina. Uh, go ahead and shoot with the first question. Sure. So before we get started, I want everybody to know, because I've been following Sean since I watched the show, and I think you ladies have too. Absolutely. We're going to talk a lot about body positivity and body acceptance. Sean is a huge body positivity advocate. Yeah. You should follow her on social. Sean, what is, how can we find you? Oh, yeah. You can find me everywhere. Um, And my handle is... Hey, Sean Taylor. I spell my name S-E-A-N. Um, yes. Yeah, so at Hey, Sean Taylor on Instagram. Awesome. And we're already following you. We watched your YouTube video before. We're going to talk about that in a little ah! bit. <laughs> <laughs> but first, let's start with the basics and how a lot of people got to know you on The Circle. How did you find out about the show? Yeah, um, well, this completely fell into my lap. Um, I had never heard about this show. I just one fateful day, someone DM'd me and was like, Hey, you should audition for this. And I was like, um, is this a scam? And it was not. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, um, yeah, then cut to, I was, uh, you know, sent over some like videos, had a couple like Skype calls. And then I was flown out to an audition in LA and like I don't I love reality TV but I've never like auditioned for anything like this so um yeah and I really couldn't have even dreamed this I mean it's like I feel like it's out of like a teen like fan fiction novel that like (laughs) reality TV I love like body positivity and bringing awareness to how you know people of different sizes are treated and um, I love social media. So it was like all of my favorite things bundled into one. And also, who doesn't love being on the couch, you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it felt like it was made for me. Um, what was the casting process like? Um, it, it was, I mean, it's a strange show. Um, so some of it was a little strange. Like when we were flown out to LA, it was kind of like they kind of, almost simulated like what it would be like on the show so you didn't really have a lot of contact with people so I was just kind of like I don't know talking to my like before I went into the whole thing I was like talking to my boyfriend like I don't think this is human trafficking (laughs) 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 but like we'll see 
Um, and it wasn't, fortunately. Um, <laughs> You're still with us. I'm still with you all. <laughs> well, I'm so glad, Sean. I'm so yeah. Glad. But my question for you, Sean, is when did what made you decide to catfish? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. Um. So I thought a lot about it, and uh, like a lot, a lot about it. Like I toiled over this <laughs> and um really like what I tr- thought about was like how I thought I could make the most impact and I also thought a lot about like my audience within the show and like you think about the majority of people who are cast on reality tv like look at the entire cast of the bachelor like they all look the same way we have like a 38 year old bachelorette and they think we're like changing the world <laughs> oh god <laughs> like the majority of people on reality tv are a similar type of person and um i just i, I just know from experience how <clears throat> I, my life is social media i see the worst of the worst of people online all the time mm-hmm. and um <clears throat> i thought i could make like more of an impact and start more conversations to really like call attention to like how you know pe- people in larger bodies are are treated differently often online and it's not always a safe place to be yourself but i also like had in my back pocket that like you know, because there's not a lot of like fat representation in TV and in movies, I, you know, was very aware about how um, I would be perceived. And so I knew that if I felt like I could really trust someone within the circle, then I would, you know, like take that and run with it. And fortunately, I did. And I'm really glad I did too, because, you know, getting having that message was important to me and calling out that um those biases was important to me but also getting to be myself was going to be really important to me too if I felt like it was the right move to make right now let me ask you this like I know you decided to catfish um but did you realize that you were going to reveal your true identity going into it or was it just a spur of the moment decision I had it I like I said I had it like in my back pocket as like if it felt right, like, let's say I walked in there and my first group conversation was like that skinny Queens chat. And mm-hmm. like, everyone was just like talking about like diets and washboard abs. I'd be like, or maybe I got to think about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, I immediately like hit it off with Chris. Um, he just seemed like someone who felt really comfortable being himself and just Love didn't have Chris. a lot of, I know, and just didn't have <laughs> a lot of judgment about other people. So once I saw that in, I was like, okay, I gotta, I gotta go for it because having a meaningful, just even within the game, having a meaningful connection was really make or break. And I knew that's what I had to do, um, to have that connection. Okay. So, um, if you were to do it again, if you were to go on the circle again, would you go on as the other Sean, Colleen? (laughs) Um, if I was, if there was circle round two, like if they're like circle all stars, hell yeah, I'll come back as myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, too late now. They know who you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, you did a video the night before the show aired on your YouTube channel. Yeah. John Taylor. How did your feelings change from that night to after the show aired? Oh my God, I was so scared. <laughs> <laughs> I was really, really terrified about, because I mean, 
you're filmed 24 7 literally 24 7 like they film you all night while you sleep so mm-hmm. you just can't control uh you really can't control uh, your own narrative you know um so it was really just up to the editor's hands like how i was going to be portrayed uh portrayed mm-hmm. and um i knew i took like a lot of chances i knew that maybe not everyone would understand where i was coming from um and so I was really terrified. But like after the show, like I got the most like amazing reception. I've gotten amazing messages from literally all over the world from people saying like, oh, my God, I totally know what it feels like to feel afraid to be myself or to feel like I can't be myself or to like, you know, face judgment for being myself. And, um, you know, seeing you have that moment on TV, like really made me think that maybe I can do that. Um, so I'm really, I'm really glad that I made all the choices that I made because I think, um, I think it was a story that a lot of people. Could oh, absolutely. To. Absolutely. Um, when, when I was watching it, I, I said, you know, a part of me kind of understood at the beginning. And then when I saw other people's reactions to you, I was like, dang, you know, I would have, probably wanted to go as myself at, at actually because it's like you know you're forming real connections with people yeah yeah no that makes sense um I mean it's <laughs> the thing is like I think um I think a lot of people want to be themselves but if it was a show of everyone being themselves and it was like, a competition uh, watching too. yeah watching themselves <laughs> on tv like we might as well watch C-SPAN, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I think even though like the, the we kind of love to hate the catfishes, the catfishing element makes it very fun. Right, right. Because I, I love the, I actually loved all the catfish. I was like, I was so upset when people got caught. I was like, oh no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you mentioned in your video that your focus is body positivity, which is what, you know, we're really interested in. So how do you encourage others to accept themselves? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, You know, I think one thing that I really learned from the show, and that's something that I already knew, but this show, you know, taught me again, was that um, vulnerability is really powerful and that people can surprise you with compassion if you give them the opportunity to. Um, and you know, it, it's not necessarily always safe to be yourself. Um, but there's a lot of power in owning who you are. Um, and uh, you know, that's something that you should, it's, it it should be something that's really done on your own terms. And I think realizing that you are worth, um, showing your true self and being who you are it takes a lot of uh, I don't think like self-love is really like a destination it's something that you do every day it's something that you when you notice that you're having those bad thoughts you just you notice them and you acknowledge them and you say hey where did I learn that and then you decide maybe I don't want to believe those things anymore and it's just something um you got to work at right right Sean, you're such an inspiring person. And I just think, I mean, obviously the Netflix helped give you more of a platform, but you were already doing this before. Had you always been really confident and really encouraging in in this whole body positivity movement? Yeah. Um, so 
So I, the answer to that is, uh, no, I, I didn't always feel, um, the way I feel about myself. And that's not to say that I like, you know, that the sun shines out of my ass every morning. Like that's not, <laughs> that's not how I feel. <laughs> I have great days and I have not so great days, just like everyone else. Um, but I think just my perspective around like bodies and the idea that like, it's, a, it's okay to be fat and people have different body shapes and that's okay. Um, that's what's like really changed over time. So like when I was a kid, I was actually like, I was dieting from like age 10 um, oh, wow. and uh, was always kind of like gaining and losing the same like 20, 30, 40, 50 pounds. And um, it, I really kind of like had a real awakening around like the end of college. I, I actually I went to school for for acting and, you know, there's just so much like body image, body talk in that industry and I really, you know, realized that I didn't like that. And it wasn't for me. And I didn't want a life where I was constantly like shrinking myself. And that's when I, you know, the body positive movement really happened. Um, Sean, yeah. do you know who Lizzo is, girl? <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, of course Lizzo she knows Lizzo. Is? Yes, of course. Oh, my God. You don't have to fit into anybody's box, baby. Oh, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> oh, I know. I, this is like, you know, me. I don't know seven eight years ago <laughs> okay okay and, you know and I can tell that but I'm just like man pre-Lizzo I mean... <laughs> yeah this was before Lizzo <laughs> well no but we I mean there's always been you know the ones just like I mean but in my community like we I mean we have comedians and things like that I'm you know I'm a stand-up comedian so it's like I have people that I actually admire that have been you know a little healthy or whatever and I'm healthy I'm a very healthy girl honey and I could care less <laughs> Because I still get guys. I'm telling you, they still want me. <laughs> of course they do. Look at you, Nikki Fox. <laughs> but um, let me ask you this, uh, Sean. Do you feel like you've gotten support since your time on the show um, about the message of acceptance and positivity? Do you feel like you've gotten support from people? Yeah, no, I've, I've gotten... Um... I've gotten really amazing responses, like I said, from literally all over the world, like Australia, Mexico, like literally everywhere that the circle is, which is a lot of places. Um, and it's it's really incredible because my like life has really been changed by having those role models online. And so being able to be that person for someone else is really amazing. Right. Great. So what has changed about people's reaction to you since the show aired? I think there was like a bit of a hurdle uh, at first, like especially when those episodes had aired and I hadn't revealed myself yet. Um, once I like revealed myself, there was just like a lot more love and acceptance coming my way, which was awesome. Okay. We loved you from, from day one. Aww. I don't think there's, <laughs> there's anyone who disagree with that. We were so excited to see when you actually, and when you revealed that it was you, everybody was so accepting and everybody was so loving. And I think that's what makes the show great. Everybody was just so supportive of one another, even when they found out that somebody was a catfish. <laughs> um, you know, we see that moment where Shuby and Seaburn meet and it's just, it's nothing but love the whole time. Right. Uh, yeah. And I think like, 
too, like the game just makes everyone do silly things. So I think everyone was like, you know, we're all playing the game, so we really can't pass much judgment. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, So you also mentioned um, unlearning negative ideas when it comes to body acceptance. Uh, What are some of the best and hardest lessons you've had to learn? Mm, You know, I think the one of the biggest things that I have realized is that a lot of the shame that I felt about my body was really about other people's assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it wasn't my shame to hold on to. Um, and I think one big lesson that I'm learned through this whole experience was like, I, <laughs> Like when I, the first morning when I woke up and I hadn't even watched the show yet, the first messages that I got online actually were comments on some of my photos that were like puking emojis and like pig emojis and like really like not nice stuff. And then the next messages that I got were like, why would you catfish? Why would you hide who you are? And Mm -hmm. like the... I don't know just the like dichotomy of like the two of those things at once um and I've had people tell me like you cover up too much why do you love yourself and people be like I don't want to see like all your body out here blah 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 it's like you literally can't make everyone happy it would be impossible to fit all of those people's expectations about what I'm supposed to do and look like so you really can just do what makes you feel good Oh, wow. Okay, great. You're a big advocate for therapy and mental health and wellness. What do you think the most helpful thing about that is? Oh, I love that question. Um, I So I think a lot of people think that therapy has to be something that you go do when you have like a crazy problem. But I also really like therapy just as like a way to take stock of what's going on with me. Like the world moves so fast. So it's great for me to sit down and be like, okay, like I've been having a lot of these thoughts where I've still been stumbling over the same problem over and over again. Like, what am I going to do about that? I think like therapy can just be like a really great tool for like self-improvement. And then, you know, like we all have those moments where it feels incredible, incredibly low and things just feel impossible. So like when you have that kind of like toolkit that you've built up after you know, really working at yourself, it makes those moments just a, a slightly more manageable. I think we need to talk about that more. I, everybody says this, you know, we don't talk enough about mental health. We don't talk enough about getting therapy, really. It's a normal thing, and a lot of people do it. And we really need to make that a normal conversation to have. So thank you. For oh, of course. For yeah. yeah. My therapist says that I'm normal. It's everybody else is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of crazy. So you had mentioned in one of your <laughs> IG stories, <laughs> you were, yeah, I'm going there. I love it. You were, <laughs> you were talking about confirmation bias and how there's this whole mindset of people that if they grow up a certain way. If they grow up and, and are always skinny, if they grow up and they're always rich, they have this idea that that's just inherently them. Yeah. And that's not the way the world works. So can you explain more for people who may not know about confirmation bias and how that plays into body acceptance? Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> okay, so confirmation bias is a thing where you are seeking answers that make you feel good, essentially. And I think this is something that like, like, so I, I think one thing that really like highlighted this for me was like, growing up, like my family, like we, I, I, I never really had to worry about getting the things that I needed. And, um, you know, obviously, like moving out of like my parents place, my parents uh, actually recently like went through a divorce. And so our money situation suddenly became very, very different. And I realized that I had all of these thoughts about how I was just like, probably better at managing my money and, you know, like knew how to spend money in the best way as like, I don't know, like a teenager, you know, like, but you just have like a sense of self-esteem about something that you, that comes naturally to you. And I think that's something that people do with bodies a lot. And we just have this idea that, you know, being fat is a, a failure And I think a lot of times people who are naturally thin really uphold that idea without realizing. And they don't realize that they are projecting or putting that judgment on someone when like the fact of the matter is bodies just come in different sizes and that's a completely natural thing. And also, you know, like yo-yo dieting, like really restricting all of that can lead to even more imbalance in your life. Like there's a reason that diets don't work. Like they just, they don't. It's not because people are bad or stupid or lazy. Just majority of bodies aren't meant to work that way. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes people who are thin will think, well, I know the best way to eat. I know the best way to take care of myself. But like, hello, I have been reading these diet books since I was 10 years old. Like I know a thing or two about calories in and calories out, you know? Um, So I think it's something that people just need to check. Well, I can tell you this. Diets make you die. I'm just Yes. (laughs) Oh my God. And then your life becomes what you're eating. Like, I don't know about you, but when I'm dieting, all I can think about is my diet. Right. And then it's like, it makes you want the thing that you're not to quote unquote have more. Yeah, I totally relate to that. Yeah. Uh, We had a discussion on a prior episode about the ridiculous variation in clothing sizes for women. And you've spoken a lot about that. Um, How do you think we can get designers and clothing manufacturers to open their eyes? Yeah, that's a really good question. Well, you know what? I think a lot of it is being really vocal online. I think a lot of loud fat girls on the internet have really changed the amount of clothing options that are available to us. And I think, yeah. you know, they are realizing that there's a huge market that they're just not serving. They're just leaving and money that, on right. the table. Mm-hmm. So, right. you know, you, you got to be vocal and say, hey, I would be putting my dollars behind this if you gave me the opportunity to. And, and don't stop doing that. And you know, teach the people around if you have, if you're someone who doesn't need to shop for plus size clothing, it's great to also be an advocate, especially, I mean, now like body positivity is such a trend that we see, you know, uh, retailers that aren't size inclusive, try to kind of like act like they are, you know, and it's great to like call out that type of marketing too and say, hey, you know, you're talking like you're for everybody or for all women, but you're really not. 
Right. So let me ask you this. Um, do you have any plans to start your own fashion line? Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be incredible? It's definitely yes, it a is. dream of mine to have some type of collaboration with someone for sure. <laughs> I've always thought about that. You need to have a capsule collection. Um, no. Wouldn't that be so fun? That's the dream. Yes. We got to let them know. Shout it from the rooftops. Sean hey, needs one. Let us know. Yeah, who do you <laughs> Who do you and want I to make it happen with? Oh, um, that is such a good question. Um, who would I want to make a capsule collection with? Um, I, you know what would be really fun? Um, maybe like Kate Spade. That could be really cute. <laughs> um, what else? I really love anthropology. Um, oh, yes. and what else? I would say those are my big two. Yeah. An anthropology you could do like home stuff with. And- Ugh, the dream. <laughs> so I have to ask. It's a little risque. Yes. <laughs> I saw very tasteful nudes on your Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Oh my God. Was thank that- you. Was that your idea? Was that, how hard was that to do? Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's really funny. So an incredible photographer, her name is Lydia Hudgens. You should all follow her. She lives in New York City. And, you know, because I work in plus size fashion, I've, our paths have crossed a couple times. And she's been doing actually a really incredible um, series of like plus size nude photography. And she put something on her stories that was like, would anyone like to shoot with me? I just had a cancellation tomorrow and so I responded like hey me thinking that she would not pick me and then she was like all right Sean what time are you free and then I was like oh shit (laughs) um but I will say I actually when I was in college I actually ended up writing a one woman show where I got completely naked on stage so it wasn't my first time being naked in front of people in a you know in a way like that um but oh my god it was awesome doing something outside of your comfort zone is a huge confidence boost (laughs) okay good just um have you well have you been to Atlanta before no I would love to go I'm actually I'm thinking about going there's um isn't the like plus strut there that 5k I was thinking about doing that maybe yeah yeah now the reason why I was asking is because we have this place called Jeju Sauna uh-huh and it's the um it's a bathhouse. oh my god I would love that listen when I tell you and, and I'm a plus size girl so when I I went I was like oh my god I'm gonna be the biggest person in there my friend was like girl don't even worry about it <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you know the female size so everybody is butt naked inside of the bathhouse section of it and I was just like oh well <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's fun to get naked in public now and then <laughs> wait so, do you all get in the bath together um, is it like one so, big pool <laughs> okay so they have a lot of different pools they have a, um, a hot tub they have a warm tub they actually have a cold tub then they have all these different saunas in there then they have a section where you can get a hip bath they have sections where you can get the toxins drained out of your feet. Then they have a section Whoa. where they scrub, they scrub all of the dead skin off of your entire body. So, yes. When I tell you, <laughs> yes. you walk out of there with, with new skin. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> like, if you're not clean when you leave there, 
I'm Sean, gonna... you let us know when you go down there. We're going to come. You and Nikki. Yeah, we'll all really get to <laughs> yes. know each other. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You would love it. And you can sleep in the um, salt houses. So, like, they have the different um, salt houses, like a Himalayan salt house. They have different houses that you can sleep in at night. It's so dope. Got to look it up. Check it out, JJ Sona. They, they're not paying me for saying this. JJ Sona. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the door. So... <laughs> Always, always Nikki plugs the endorsement. (laughs) I'm taking endorsement. So, um, but uh, Sean, back to you. How has the way you feel about social media and people's perceptions of others on social media changed since doing the show? Mm. Um, that's a great question. I think all of this has really just made me more empathetic. Like we. I, there are just so many like people and there's so many instances, especially online where someone does something that you don't like, and then everyone just like goes and attacks them. And, you know, like this experience has made me realize that there's often a lot going on behind the scenes. Like, Mm -hmm. of course, people should always be like, you know, called in and like have an opportunity to learn, but you know, like, people are just people even just even crazy famous people are just people everyone's a human being behind those screens so being kind it it really is free Mm. so how do you handle the trolls online uh block (laughs) them yes good answer yeah i really i've been proud of myself that i just really haven't engaged very much at all and that is um that's self-care that's self-love you know and that's blocking out that negative energy because it's transfer yeah I don't I don't need to like let my energy be depleted in that way and I think like I, I there's only been like a couple instances where I've engaged and I've really just tried to remind myself I think you have to take a step back if you or even thinking of engaging with a troll and say like, okay, you know, like what, like, don't be, if you respond in like any type of like anger or petty, like nature, you're just going to drain all of your energy. So you need to say to yourself, like, how would like my higher self, like my best self deal with this right now? Yes. And you kind (laughs) of like, you got to remind yourself, like you have to be acting from a place that like, anyone who is tearing a stranger down online needs some help and some love and is lacking in some way. Um, and you, you, you can't be arguing with them. Like you need their approval. Like they, they really need to do some work on themselves is really right. the solution. Right. Sean, you talked about <laughs> higher energies and all the positivity and we read that you do a little bit of tarot card reading. I do. I'm not a pro at it, but I do enjoy it. Which day do you could use? you? Huh? I said, which, which, I was oh. asking Sean, which decks do you okay, use? Okay, I have the Line Strider Tarot. Okay. And I have the Rider Tarot deck. Okay, okay. <laughs> I think these are quite similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have your cards with you, Sean? I do. <laughs> Would you, could you possibly, Nikki's birthday was last month. We didn't get to celebrate because we just kicked off the show a couple of weeks ago. 
would you do a re? I think Nikki's okay with it, but as long as she's okay with it, would you do a reading for her? Oh yes! Oh my god! <laughs> and and wait, and then you got to do one for <laughs> for Dina. Dina, let me wait a second. You. Dina is the worst bus driver ever. The worst she's bus so driver. Bus <laughs> rolls over me and then backs up. <laughs> Nikki out there and more <laughs> more endorsement deals, Nikki. More She's endorsement the deals. Bus driver. Oh my god. <laughs> I love her though. We I love have her. fun here. I love we her. Have a lot of we, fun. We're gonna find out. We talked about this before um before we got on, and I was like, hey, I'm coming to Vegas. I'm not Vegas. I'm coming to Arizona, and we're gonna meet at the playground, and we gotta fight. <laughs> you can go to Vegas. We gotta fight and bring your juice box too. <laughs> I'm bringing my pudding cups. I'll bring my juice box. Let's do this. Oh my god, you got okay. Fingers Nikki. crossed for a good reading, Nikki. Nikki, I'm gonna pull. How about we do like I don't know what? I think we do like what do you have coming up in the next year? Like what? Okay. What are we bringing in? for the new year okay we like that yeah that's perfect okay great <laughs> so All do right, you need my that. birthday you need my birthday you need my sign which oh, yeah, you just need my sign, energy Nikki? you just need my what you need girl tell me well what's your sign <laughs> birthday no what's your sign oh aquarius yo aquarius. you're an aquarius too oh when's God. your birthday february 9th what about you i'm february 11th oh my Okay, you know what? I actually just had a reading with a psychic recently. I did. Um, (laughs) She really read my life. And uh, something that I heard. Okay, so we know Aquarians. Okay, one, the whenever someone's like, what are Aquarians like? I just say, okay, well, Oprah Winfrey and Ellen DeGeneres is Uh are both Aquarians. That's all you need to know. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm gonna um, send you a meme of what of what being a, an Aquarius is like. Like people literally think that we are out of this world. <laughs> I well, so are we not though? Are supposed to be oh, and like, you're an Aquarius too. Yes. Oh, too, oh my yes. god, G- Aquarius gang, gang, gang. <laughs> so, Jordan, sorry, Jordan. <laughs> What's your sign? That's okay. I'm a Gemini. Oh, oh Gemini. Um, so Aquarians, she said something interesting though. So Aquarians are, you know, like the revolutionaries and are always trying to like change the world, which like, hello applies. Um, but they, she said something interesting that Aquarians tend to be quite hard on themselves sometimes because they have such big missions for the world. Um, okay. So I'm going to shuffle the deck. I'm going to pull one card for you. I'm going to tell you what you have coming up in this next year. All right. All right. Oh, okay. This is, this is actually a really, really, really good card. All right. Okay. This is the Empress card. How does that sound? (laughs) See, pretending you're not into it. No, 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 no. Listen, I, I, I do a lot of tarot. I read, I watch a lot of tarot videos on YouTube. If you guys don't, you have to know, you need to know your moon, sun, and rising. And when Wait, I what's you your moon and your rising? My moon is going to be Gemini. My rising sign is, I believe it's Aquarius. Oh, interesting. And then Aries is my 
sun sign. No, no, no. My sun sign is Aquarius and Aries is my rising. Oh, okay. And Gemini is my moon. I can see that. Yeah, girl. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> um, okay, so the Empress card means really good things. I feel like, so fulfillment mm-hmm. coming this year, a lo- all about like creativity, passion, um, abundance. Yes. It, it could be like, they're also this card also says like fertility and kids. I don't know if you're about that life, but not at all. But we can also <laughs> say she has kids. I'm giving birth. I'm giving birth to some new kids, not new kids. To, okay. Yes, to, you're giving birth to your dreams. It's yes. all like it's like rich. It's lush. We're creating things. We're making things. We're changing the world. All that yes. like feminine energy is coming out. Yeah, I, I think it's it's gonna be your year. Does the Empress sit? Oh, okay. oh yes, and she has <laughs> one kitty out in this card. Okay, that's me, oh girl. So you're definitely going to the bathhouse too. <laughs> yes. yes. Now let me tell you something. I went back in November to see a psychic, got a reading, and literally everything that you just told me, plus everything that I've been watching on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> When I tell you the stuff is just so accurate, it is scary. Like, how do these cards tell you? I mean, but it's the energy that is coming out of those cards. So, yeah, it's pretty dope. I'm so excited. That's why I've been telling the girls, I'm like, hey, I'm, we're manifesting a lot of stuff. Yes. Every every show, I say endorsement deal. Call me. Call me Netflix. Call me. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's so, true. Yeah. That's how shit happens. Yeah, you call it to you. Yep. Yeah. So, and I got Jordan um, over there manifesting some things too. <laughs> oh, what are you manifesting, Jordan? Uh, vacation. That's what <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember now. <laughs> but Jordan's working on some of Nikki's personal branding stuff. She's working on our our podcast branding. She is a multi-talented girl. And she's very talented. When I say she's good with it. And quick, too. You're sweet. Go, Jordan. (laughs) I got lucky. It's all about love here. I mean, whether we talk a lot about dating and relationships, but it's self-love. It's love between your friends. All the love. All of it. (laughs) Love it. All right, ladies. On to the next Okay, so speaking of love, you are currently in a relationship. How long have you been dating? We've been dating for, I think, almost four years. Okay, and how did you meet? Um, Eric and I have a very funny story, actually. Um, He and I, so I was newly single in college. Tinder just became a thing. I was living my life. Um, and we met at a party and I immediately like walked up to him. He's like tall. He has a beard. I'm like, I want to talk to you. And, um, confident. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then I ended up like losing sight of him at a party. Then some other guy walks up to me and starts like hitting on me. And like, this like doesn't happen for me. Like I don't usually meet someone at a party let alone meet two people at a party and this guy's like can I walk you home and I was like well okay and he goes to go get his coat and then Eric comes up and he's like hey can I walk you home and I was like god damn it those other guys walking me home look at you sorry 
Um, so I go home with this other guy, and it was the worst one night stand in the history of all time. This <laughs> Eric Nolan oh, one night stand, and I was kicking myself about it for months and months. Like, oh my god, I had a fifty-fifty shot. I completely blew it. And um, fast forward months later, I am dating this guy who's in an open relationship. I Uh-oh. he takes me to his apartment for the first time introduces me to his roommates and one of his roommates is Eric and I'm immediately like oh my god it's the guy um drama I know and then like (laughs) we could just like never make it work because it's like he's I'm dating it was just it was so awkward but then uh the that guy ended up he ended up moving away with his uh girlfriend at the time now wife they have a baby and um then right after that, Eric and I ended up matching on Tinder. And I was like, we have to hang out now. <laughs> Aww. Well, that's how that's how the universe brings you. It right? was meant that... to be because I needed that time to, you know, explore and have fun. And I wasn't ready for like my person, you know? Right. I just want to ask, because you mentioned one night stands. My personal experience, I have never had a good one night stand <laughs> ever in my life. Is that just me have you had a good one night stand um I'm trying to think I don't know I feel like maybe not an exceptional one night stand but like a one night stand that got the job done you know (laughs) (laughs) I had to ask because I mean I was like gosh that's you were talking about dating somebody in an open relationship and being a one night stand and I was like oh gosh Okay, maybe it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you said that you you mentioned that you used Tinder um, four years ago. Um, now, do you have you used any other dating apps? I also used um, OkCupid for a bit, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But when I when I first started, like really like dating, Tinder was like the main. It was like right when it became really popular. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know you've been in a relationship for four years. I would ask, how do you feel about dating apps? (laughs) (laughs) I think, well, I do think dating apps are really fun. Like, here's, here's my thing is like, I was very, like, I was having a grand old time. I I was like Tinder's guinea pig, like just really (laughs) having a ball with it. And I think like, it's a great way to just kind of like get yourself out there. I would always say like, just do it for the story like don't expect to meet the love of your life just like Mm -hmm. expect an experience Mm -hmm. and and some type of experience surely will happen (laughs) (laughs) absolutely (laughs) sean we don't want you to break up with your boyfriend you guys are super cute we've seen the photos Uh, but should you we're going out on the town because (laughs) i fully like to take advantage of those Fun, crazy stories myself. Oh, yeah. So you have to come out to Scottsdale. I mean, she can still go even with, with a boyfriend. I'm a great know. wing woman. That's right. Oh, <laughs> I need you, girl. Need... <laughs> it's rough out here. We'll come to Atlanta. Just... It's way worse. <laughs> it's way worse. <laughs> we actually, I think, have like one of the better uh, male to female ratios out here because Scottsdale's a big tech city well i'm gonna but... be in i'm coming to scottsdale all right girl because it's 20 females to each party. man in atlanta 
Whoa. Oh, yes. See? Yes. Dating is hard. Dating is really hard. So, John, do you have any advice? You guys had a very meet cute story. You <laughs> met several times. For the ladies out there maybe having a hard time finding their man or having a hard time accepting themselves and looking for love. What advice would you give? Yeah, I think like, honestly, I am a huge, um, if you have never really done casual dating in your life, if you're always looking for your next big relationship, I don't think it's going to come to you. Like, I think having a casual dating period in your life where you are just doing it to have some connections, to have a little fun, to like, you know, have a crazy story to tell. Like when you like take the pressure off of it like that, you're able to, I feel like be yourself a little bit more and then like the right thing will find you. And I know that's like way easier said than done, but like, I just like went on so many crazy dates and like, maybe like the, the critical part of that though, is that you, you have to put yourself first. You can't be dating all these guys and like they are just completely neglecting you and walking all over you and just being like dicks we can't allow that like you have to you have to be like okay I'm gonna get what I need from this casual interaction and if I like it I'll stick around and we can you know like we can see each other again and if not I have like five other dates lined up (laughs) that was my method to dating (laughs) let me tell you guys so and this is something that I've been talking about um and and I uh so I started dating this well I went on a date with this guy told me he loved me the first day right I know these ladies are tired of hearing the story but (laughs) um and I I felt bad because I wasn't attracted to him but something said don't do things that you don't want to do because yeah. it's going to bring you bad karma. Yeah. Because you're not happy about it. You don't like this person. You're going to end up hurting them. And just don't do it. Don't do it. So if it's See, not on for the op- you, if it doesn't serve you, don't do it. Period. Yeah. On the opposite side of that, I'm I'm very picky. And I'm trying to be more open-minded and not go for a certain type. Or not even physically, but just you know, when you read all these bios and, and go on one date and it's not the best thing. So I don't want to put that energy out there either that maybe I'm missing out on my soulmate because they don't like cats or. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Well, you have a cat, and they need to like cats and dogs. I know. I was just using that. I have a lot of animals, but I was using that. As okay, so they do have to like animals. <laughs> the, yeah, that's a must. Yeah, people that don't like animals are suspect. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and you have a super cute dog too. He oh has his own God. Instagram, doesn't he? I yeah i I did not want to make my dog an Instagram, but everyone at my work like pressured me into doing it. Um, he is Burger the Good Boy on Instagram. <laughs> and um, yeah, I have a French bulldog named Burger, and he is just like the most delightful little gremlin. Speaking of, I know you told everybody earlier where to find you, but just go ahead and tell everybody all your social medias real quick again. So yeah. they can. <laughs> uh, my Instagram and my YouTube, I also have a TikTok and my Twitter is all hey Sean Taylor and then my dog is Burger the good boy 
<laughs> so we're obviously all about love is blind here on the love pod have you seen it yet oh my god i've been meaning to watch it but i haven't yet my i don't think i can get my boyfriend in on watching it but i know i need to <laughs> he oh, would no, love you it can, girl you you don't understand so we have this huge facebook group uh-huh. and all these girls come in and say I was watching it. My boyfriend happened to come in and now he's obsessed and he wants me to wait for him. You can get Eric into it. It can happen. My best friend is one of the most hood dudes I know. He watches Love is Blind. He's like (laughs) talking about it to me. I was like, oh my God. I know I need to watch it. So, I mean, you haven't seen it, but one of the things that, you know, we're seeing a lot from people that are watching it is that everyone on the show is like, gorgeous like there's not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's not anybody out there that's you know plus size so do you think that takes away from the impact of your message on the circle um I don't think it necessarily takes away from what I did but I think it's a little silly like I think like it <laughs> seems like the message of the show is supposed to be like you can just have an incredible connection and it doesn't matter what you look like but they kind of miss the mark <laughs> Yeah, we've we've talked to some of the cast and that hasn't gotten featured and there are some diverse characters, but they just didn't go with their stories for whatever reason. Mm. So hopefully if there's a season two and we hope there's a season two of the circle. Oh yeah, I I hope so. I think it'll happen. We need more um Danielle from Love is Blind had suggested a circle Love is Blind crossover, like real world road rules challenge. Oh yes. Would you be down for that? I, I like, I, yes, a thousand percent. Obviously I'm in a relationship, so that'd be a little complicated, but yes. Oh no, not like dating wise, but just you do these competitive challenges oh. and, and team up. Yes. Thousand percent. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for game time, girls? Yeah. Okay. So, Sean, we have two games, okay? We'll only play one of these games. It's your choice, though. We got this or that or words with friends. This or that, you choose your favorite of the options that I give to you. Or uh, words with friends, you tell me first thing, the first thing that comes to mind when I say, what's your favorite blank? Which one would you like to play? Um, Ooh. Wait, so the second one, it's you say like a category and I say my favorite thing. So you're talking about words with friends? Yeah. So like I say your favorite host on Love Pie, you say Nikki Fox. Dina. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, got it. I like that one. Let's do that. Okay. (laughs) So first thing that comes to mind when I say your favorite cast member. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> the first thing that came to mind was Chris. Okay, we'll take that. We love Chris. We sure do. He's a he is so I he is a personality. He is. Okay, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get him on the show. Um, we're trying. Favorite, favorite celebrity crush. Um, celebrity crush. My first thought is okay this is a little obscure but I love Bon Appetit and um I'm obsessed with this one chef on this show his name is Brad uh that's my and that's my um, current celebrity crush okay 
Favorite celebrity circle fan? Celebrity circle fan. Ooh, Andy Cohen. I am obsessed with Andy Cohen. (laughs) We gotta get you in as a bartender on his show. Oh my god, dream come true. Favorite (laughs) reality show? Everything Real Housewives, but specifically, I love Real Housewives of New York, I think. Okay. Because you're because you're in New York. Yes, I love Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, favorite non-reality TV show besides The Circle. Favorite non-reality TV show would have to be. Mm, I really like High Maintenance right now. Okay, gotta What's check that? that out. I know. I um, like, <laughs> it's a show about. Uh, it's on HBO. It's like the weed delivery service show. It's very fun. We'll add that to our list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Favorite fashion designer. Um, mm, that's a great question. Um, well, we'll say Siriano because he's the most inclusive. Endorsement deals. All <laughs> right. Um, your favorite personality trait in your significant other. Um, he makes me laugh. He's very funny and easygoing. Okay. What's your favorite? physical trait in a significant other or um, your significant other he's my my boyfriend is six seven um so it'd have to be that <laughs> all right he's a mountain yeah <laughs> <laughs> favorite vacation destination i'm about to go to hawaii and i'm very excited about that oh i want to go Put i'm so excited <laughs> favorite animal my dog burger all right. Yeah. Favorite hobby? Oh, um, my favorite hobby. Oh, to cook. I love cooking. Okay. Uh, what's your guilty pleasure? My guilty pleasure is probably reality TV. <laughs> <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> and here's my last question for you, Sean. What is the best advice? For you to that you can give to people who are struggling with self-acceptance mm. my best advice would be to make sure you're following people online that make you feel good about yourself I'd like to say like people are so concerned with their like diet and I like to think about like my media diet that like we get so much media thrown at us and some of it makes us feel really crappy. So the (laughs) littlest kindness that you can do for yourself is to follow people to kind of balance the scales and see like real people online and people that remind you that it's okay to be you. Right. Good. Good advice. So what's next for you? Um, Next for me. Oh, I actually, I have merch coming out very, very soon that (gasps) I'm excited about. Um, oh, very it exciting. should be coming out probably sometime this weekend. So we're recording this on the fourth. Um, so maybe around the sixth, it will be coming out. Um, and yeah, I can't wait to share it. Well, don't forget to share it with us, and we'll share oh, it with you everybody know I else. Will. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's all our time for today, Sean. Thank you so much for coming on the show and for chatting with us. You're such a doll. We love you. Thank you so much for having me. Have me back anytime. Oh, wait, before we go, I do want to say, I want to say a special thanks to our new producer who couldn't be here tonight. Miss Stephanie W. 
Um, we yes. would be lost without you and we can't wait for you to join us live. Thank you again, Sean, for chatting with us and we wish you all the success with everything that's coming next for you. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of The Love Pod. Remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Love Pod Podcast. Also, be sure to hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting app. We're currently on Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, and now Pocket Casts. Have a great week, and thanks for loving love with us.